Welcome to Open Banking Expo Unplugged, bringing you the brightest minds in open banking, open finance and beyond. Hello and welcome to this episode of Open Banking Expo Unplugged in partnership with Experian as we continue our conversation about the move to the cloud. Today, I'm joined by Laurie Schnidman, Global VP of SaaS Product at Experian, and Sam Kerr, Director of Software Innovation at Experian. Laurie and Sam join me today to pick up on a discussion that took place on a recent episode of Open Banking Expo TV with Experian's Scott Hardiman and Conrad Ford of Alica Bank. They discuss the acceleration of the digital onboarding process and the digital journey for consumers and businesses, as well as how the banking solutions have a higher standard to meet throughout the entire user experience. So if you haven't seen that episode yet, then please do visit the on-demand section of openbankingexpo.com to give that a watch. On to today's podcast, and we're going to dive a bit deeper into sort of new and existing customers' experiences and how cloud is an enabler. So welcome both. And uh, Laurie, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, and if you can give us a bit more of an idea uh, about what your role at Experian entails. Thanks, Ellie. Hi, I'm Laurie Schnittman, um, and I'm the Global VP of SaaS Product at Experian. Um, and I'm looking after a portfolio of solutions that help financial services providers leverage all the available data to make better, faster credit and lending decisions for their end consumers. Thanks, Laurie. And over to you, Sam. What, what does your role involve? Thanks, Ellie. So I work within innovation in the software business. Um, and much like Laurie, um, I am laser focused on how we use all of our, um, our breadth of data assets um, and, and analytics uh, along with our software to truly oper operationalize data um, and, and drive growth um, for, for clients. Great. Well, as I say, we're really pleased to have you both on the podcast today. And uh, let's get straight into it. We've got plenty to talk about. Um, first off, then, with financial services relationships ever changing and, and adapting and customers' expectations also changing increasingly rapidly, how is this influencing how user experiences are designed, Sam? Great question, Ellie. So interestingly, um, COVID has already accelerated um, an emerging trend. Digital was 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 starting to grow. We started to see great adoption um, of, of digital, um, but but this has forced adoption. And interestingly, um, as such, you, consumers like it. They want more. Their expectations are growing. They want instant credit. They want ease. They want to be sat on their couch and being able to apply for for um, great products and services. Um, and interestingly. Um, this has, has really forced the need to to start to grow and adapt digital. Um, processes and onboarding processes um, to really meet that consume, what consumers need. Thanks, Sam. Uh, Laurie, you, you come from this from, from more of a technical standpoint. So what's your view? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'll, I'll echo what Sam said. I think what we're seeing in the marketplace now is this acceleration of a trend that was already taking root, right? Consumers um, not just want to engage through digital channels, but in the last year, they've had to. Um, you know, to apply for a loan, to apply for a credit card, uh, there there was no option to go down to the, the local bank branch and and you know talk with a person and fill out a piece of paper. This all had to go online literally overnight, and it had to happen quickly, um, and it had to happen in an agile way and in a secure way, in a privacy compliant way, 
um, and in a way that, that, that created the right offering and the right experience for the end consumer. Um, and from a technical perspective, you know, this creates a number of challenges. One, it represents a huge way of ways of working change for many financial services providers. This was not how they operated. Um, many are working with legacy technical systems uh, that take a long time and involve a lot of cost to upgrade. It's hard to integrate new sources of data. It's hard to think about shifting channels and doing multi-channel and omnichannel engagement. Um, and so from a technical perspective, you know, moving towards omnichannel engagement, you know, not just through mobile, but also through chatbots or through other devices. Um, you know, integrating to new data sources, um, being able to integrate to new types of, you know, verification and fraud management solutions. Um, this all had to happen very, very quickly, um, literally overnight in order to, to create the kind of end customer experience that consumers demand these days. Absolutely. And I think ultimately, no one journey is the same. No one's experience is the same. Uh, you know, we've got different risk appetites across organisations. We've got different complexities. And I think what we've seen is as the digital um, demand has grown, our buying habits have changed. What we expect has changed. And we, we want to be able to, within seconds, get that decision and know what we're buying and know that that's what we're going to get. And that, and that has forced a, a higher level of sophistication in the way that this, we orchestrate our onboarding experiences. Um, and, and really drive that personalization, uh, much like if you were to go into a shop and the assistant would say hi and, 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 and assist you and, and help you through that buying process. Um, this, is, this enables um, with, with, with um, the design and the components that you can, you can pin together um, to keep customers in, uh, in their channel of choice by eradicating things like the need to gather paper, which in turn operationally reduces your, your cost to serve those clients. Yeah, absolutely, and this is and this is where cloud cloud enabled solutions have just become so critical um, for for every financial services provider trying to 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 operate in this marketplace um, to operate you know at this agility like at the speed meeting all of these consumer demands and orchestrating these great customer experiences um, you need to be able to do this quickly and and with the latest tech. Yeah, and I think a great example is um, I, I've always had a, a misconception that you know going through an aggregator into applying for a product I always you know tended to get a different answer or a different price um, and I think ultimately um, you know there is a solution that you know with decisioning and with data stitches it together so you know what you're buying and you know what you're going to be offered um, and I think that you know that that directly t uh, plays into the consumers changing in in buying habits and, and buying needs. Yeah, let's um, let's focus a bit more then on that application design for onboarding. Um, I just want to find out: is it net new or existing customer growth that, that you're seeing here, at Laurie? It's a great question, and I think the answer is both. Um, I think that that financial services providers are are looking to leverage all of the data available to them, um, and you know, all of the AI and the analytics tools, um, and the latest in terms of you know biometric identity verification. Um, to leverage all of these different kind of sources of information and, and analytics and, and, and verification um, in order to deepen their relationships with the customers they already have, build loyalty, make sure they're serving them in the best appropriate way. Um, but at the same time, they want to acquire new customers, right? And they want to leverage those same kind of sources of, of data and analytics and AI um, to, to personalize offers and to personalize uh, experiences in a way that, that meets, you know, potential new customers' needs as well. Um, so it's a bit of both, um, and it's it's being able to kind of understand what that journey needs to look like, 
personalize it in, in the right ways um, and bring in the right verification points, you know, for example, biometric identification verification uh, to be able to, 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 to deliver these experiences in, in a safe and compliant way. I totally agree, Laurie. And I think, I think we personalize services for our existing customers is key. And, and being able to offer them, you know, personalized prices, um, the best services, but also, you know, thinking about how we target the right segment um, of, of new customers to um, attract and onboard, but in board in a really seamless way. Um, and I think that's where um, it, it's all about driving that engagement and, and using our data um, in order to really understand new and existing uh, customers. So in a way, how do we treat uh, new customers uh, as well as we, we we know our existing customers and personalize and drive um, loyalty through our existing uh, uh, customers? Um, and again, I think it is about that end-to-end -end, uh, design uh, to, to support that growth. Um, and, uh, you know, historically, we would see, you know, a, a smaller proportion of individuals, especially new to new to bank, new, new to new, new customers, um, getting a um, a smaller volume of, of straight through processing, um, and with some great tools and data, um, and introducing um, tools to to upload identification and and complete um, anti impersonation, that that straight through processing rate considerably increases from the average of 25 to, to 80 percent okay um let's let's focus then on that um sort of element of, of the composition that, that we've been talking about we've obviously you know discussed a bit about speed and and agility and the desire for new customer growth as well as you know building that that loyalty among existing customers you've also both talked about that need that need for personalizing the journey so I'm interested to find out how can that be done in reality? What what does that actually look like in a customer journey, especially when that journey has, you know, routes that can be varied and, and complex. Uh, but, uh, you know, all the customer sees is those kind of seamless decisions. Uh, Laurie. Yeah. So and I think what it comes down to is, you know, You've got to orchestrate the entire journey in a single ecosystem um, and integrate all the various capabilities in a way such that the data can be brought in, um, the additional capabilities around, you know, fraud and ID verification can be brought in, um, and you know, machine learning or analytics can be brought in, um, all you know, in in an agile and and very fast way, um, you know. In terms of what we're seeing, you know, kind of in designing these bespoke journeys, the concept of a bespoke journey isn't isn't new, you know, based on an individual lender's requirements or based on data available about the customer. Um, but what's new um, and what's changing the game is just the explosion of data um, in our current ecosystem um, and the proliferation of channels um, and the acceleration of, of consumer expectations, especially post-COVID, as we talked about earlier. Um, so, you know, financial services businesses can't afford, you know, the time and cost required um, if these changes, if these integrations take a long time. And this is where the cloud solutions become really important. Um, and so, for example, with this explosion of data, you know, we're starting to see across, you know, the, the clients that we're working with, um, you know, huge advances in machine learning, right? Everybody wants to bring in the latest machine learning capabilities um, to enable everything to get a bit more predictive, more accurate, um, to improve the quality of decisions. Um, and so being able to integrate, you know, machine learning analytics to be able to integrate the latest in biometric verification, um, you know, it's really critical in personalizing the decision and making sure that, that 
you know, it's the right data influencing the right customer journey at the right time. I totally agree, Laurie. And, and I think, you know, the, the, the cloud enables um, for all of these multiple tools to be plugged in intuitively. For example, multi-bureau feeds, fraud solutions, um, and all, all to be orchestrated within a single workflow, which ultimately enables um, the, the dynamic um, capability to establish what that particular customer needs to do to get through that end-to-end process. We've, I guess, you know, we've seen this concept of personalization of, of decisions and these this kind of idea of the bespoke journey design um, for individual lenders requirements you know that that's been around for a little while now but you know is, is there why then are we still seeing it as a need I suppose and and are we seeing some progression there Laurie? Yeah so and I think that this relates to, to what we've been talking about earlier that I think the biggest change has been just this explosion of, of data and the and the proliferation of channels um, and as financial services providers try to integrate all these new sources, you know, kind of bring the best data available, um, for example, leveraging, you know, kind of their, their own data, you know, in their customer database, experience data assets, you know, kind of data, you know, about, you know, purchase history or transaction history, um, you know, leveraging the data they have available to, to, to optimize and to orchestrate this journey and make these decisions, really, really critical. And I think I think for me, it's it's how technology analytics and data can really aid um, understanding and, and profiling, behavioral profiling um, customers, um, and creating that next best action and creating that behavioral profile that would would identify you know who's who's most likely or, or prime for lending, but also who's vulnerable or, or early warning signs of challenges. Um, and I think that's where. That, that, that orchestration across technology analytics and data really drives that ability to understand uh, customers and understand how to treat them and, and what to give them. And Sam, um, I'm interested to hear what you think the role of fintechs is in all of this. Obviously, fintechs are often seen as, as disruptors. So um, what, what's your view here? Yeah, so I think I think fintechs have really paved the way for how consumers expect to buy products, when it, financial products, uh, especially. I think you know they bought us the the ability to have access to a current account within seconds, and I think as consumers and and digital demand has grown and 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 spending uh, uh, buying habits have changed, fintechs have have been able to move. Uh, quickly to meet demand and and to to grow um, you know customer bases, and I think that's where um, ultimately their core infrastructures I imagine are very different from some of our larger larger organisations who have some some broader back end uh, um, technology and um, which doesn't necessarily allow to be as quick and slick as our fintechs, and I think um, you know they've done it within you know, a similar regulatory environment, um, which I think has really paved the way to how um, organisations want to start to serve customers digitally. Mm-hmm. Laurie? Yeah, and, and what, I, what I would add to that is, uh, you know, exactly as Sam said, uh, the, the fintechs, we have a lot to learn from them. Um, you know, they're, they're, you know, leveraging the power of, of cloud-based solutions to, to drive agile innovation, to drive the the, the pace of change, they're very data-driven, um, and they've set a standard in the industry of how to get these, these you know, consumer journeys up and running quickly, um, how to optimize as, as businesses scales, 
Um, and and they're, they're, they're really disruptors of, and, bring, and they bring positive change. So it's really exciting to see how the industry will continue to evolve um, as we continue to, to move to the cloud and optimize consumer journeys, leveraging all this great technology. And, and totally. And I think ultimately they took a digital first approach. You know, they launched with the ability to upload identification documents and then take selfies and complete the anti-impersonation. That, that, you know, that their, their whole um, uh, launch of these products was based on, on digital customers and digital growth. Um, and I think they've, they've really set a standard of, of misconceptions of, 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 of consumers not wanting to upload identification documents. And, and now it's becoming the norm. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and you know, we've heard, heard there all about kind of the benefits of cloud, what it enables us to do. So does that mean that, you know, what we're saying here is that cloud is that single ingredient, you know, that, that catalyst for success, Laurie? So I'd say cloud is absolutely a critical enabler um, and the foundation that enables, that enables uh, all of this great transformation to happen. I think there's a lot of parts and pieces that enable this kind of consumer experience and to be able this great kind of data plus analytics plus decisioning, you know, kind of uh, based journey. Um, but cloud is absolutely critical um, as the foundation to enable all, all of this great innovation. I, I totally agree, Laurie. And I think ultimately it really enables um, a breadth of, you know, for example, like experience huge, massive data, uh, you know, amazing data and how that all plugs in. To, to a consumer facing experience and, and how that really drives the best decisions and drives the, the learning um, you know, risk models and, and being able to use no, new data sources to make decisions and then deploy them quickly um, to, to see the benefits of them. And I think that's, you know, the, the cloud has enabled that and, and it's about orchestrating all of our wonderful data um, and decisioning as part of that, the, 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 the cloud solutions. And do you think with so many examples and use cases now that that, that kind of, helps um, uh, you know consumers as well to see how cloud is advancing those digital journeys for them Sam yeah so I think what we're what we're seeing is um, the ability to to use different services as part of cloud and microservices and and bring in new sources of data um, just just like for example being able to integrate your decisioning with um, uh, aggregators and eligibility to give that greater certainty you know that, uh, that ultimately that shifts the 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 the, the, um, the experience and and helps convert you know, more more um, more customers as part of that onboarding journey great well look, Laurie and Sam thank you both for joining us today on the podcast it's been great to hear from you uh, hear all your insight and uh, some of the examples that you're seeing so um, Thanks for joining me today. And uh, if you'd like to listen to more in the series uh, or watch back the Open Banking Expo TV episode in partnership with Experian, then go to the on-demand section of openbankingexpo.com. Goodbye for now.